I went to law school, met my wife. We've been together for 27 years. I moved to Oregon then in 1995. And uh, I joined the district attorney's office where I prosecuted um, mostly child abuse cases and domestic violence. And then I was there for about uh, 12, 13 years. I um, left the DA's office and uh, got one of what I consider to be one of my battle scars of life, which is I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer. Uh, kids were young. Um, it was really a difficult, obviously, situation. Um, and you know what? It, it made me look at our healthcare system in a different way, and it certainly made me see the, how broken it was uh, up close and personal. Um, and, and, and I, you know, I never want anybody to have to fight to pay the bills while they're fighting for their lives. Um, and that is something that I will carry with me fundamentally to Salem. Uh, when I was battling breast cancer, I got a call from the governor's office uh, that uh, asked whether I would sit on the Psychiatric Security Review Board, um, and that's the board that has jurisdiction over people in the state oh, that are under a guilty except for insanity designation. Uh, and I did that for eight years. I chaired it for five. Um, I, I got some insights into government work, um, but I really also saw that our our mental health system here uh, is lacking and we have to get more preventative mental health going. Uh, after I rolled off that board after eight years, I decided that um, I was really interested in the intersection of mental health and homelessness. And of course, in the last five years, the homeless population, uh, the visible homeless population has, has really increased. And so I joined a board called Transition Projects and uh, I, I chair that board and, um, you know, we're really working on solving that issue of, of homelessness, which is really, of course, affordability. But at the very core, and I will tell you fundamentally, I am a teacher at heart. I have been teaching at Portland Community College in the Criminal Justice Department uh, pretty consistently since 1998. And um, it, that fundamentally for me is something that is, is unbelievably important. And, and that drives me. I mean, teachers sort of never leave anybody behind, right? I mean, you're, you're constantly trying to get diverse voices and hear them. And, um, and I think that one of the, you know, one of my value propositions, Jefferson, is that at my core, I am somebody who needs to get things done. I mean, the reason I stepped into this race is like, we've got, we've got to get government working again and working for the people and especially in the Senate. So I am sort of, I want us to think differently and act urgently. In terms um, of thinking differently, in terms of thinking differently, yeah. what's something that uh, Mark Hass had done in the Senate that you wouldn't have done or something that he didn't do, you would have? You know, I think, I, look, Mark has done an amazing job. You can't take anything away from him. I, I, he, he's the, the um, Student Success Act, the Family Promise, he's done a really, is, he was a tax policy wonk in a, in a, um, in a very difficult time through 2008. Uh, you know, I am, I am likely, I think that I am probably more, uh, more progressive than Mark might be in terms of my, my policies, um, but I, I don't think that I can point to anything that he did that I would say, no, I, I wouldn't have done that. And what do you think changes? You go to Salem, and you're, go, you're running in a seat that's now relatively, not fully safe, but relatively safe Democratic yeah. seat. So, it's, so either you or Dick Scouten wins this primary, either you or Dick Scouten is then going to win the general and go down to Salem. What changes with Kate Lieber in the U? In, excuse me, in the state senate. Sure, you know I. Um, well, a couple of a couple of things. You know, the the 
the cultural there needs to be a cultural change in the senate right i mean uh we've seen the senate in many ways is broken the republicans have now walked out i can't remember what four times i you know they um and and i think that our the democratic caucus needs to um isn't doing as much as it should to uh be uh progressive and um and i and that is something that i would want to definitely push them on uh i there also needs to be more diversity you know the the legislature um and especially in the senate lacks a lot of diversity i would be uh the first um open lesbian in the senate i'd be younger than 80 percent of sitting senators and um i would increase the number of women right in the senate there's only one-third women um i i one of the very few senators that would have school-aged children um and that perspective is missing so just by sending me uh the cultural changes um i i, I think that that and and to contrast with my opponent i don't you're not going to change the culture uh by um by sending him I also think that what I offer is sort of my nature and my leadership style, which is a u- unique aspect, a- asset. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm highly effective. I, have, I tend to, I don't tend to seek out leadership positions, but I tend to fill a void if there is a void of leadership. Every board I've ever been on, I, I eventually become the chair of it. Um, and, and I think that's, that's really because I'm someone who brings in diverse voices, who listens to uh, diverse perspectives. Um, I'm an effective negotiator as a, uh, attorney, as a district attorney. Um, I see a lot of different sides and, um, and I don't lose my values in the process. So I, I, I think that the, that, that my opponent and I will vote very much the same. We will be, uh, uh, he would be a solid progressive vote. Uh, but I think that what passes would be quite different um, if I was sent to Salem than my opponent. Talking to Kate Lieber, candidate for the state Senate. Kate, how's the campaign treating you? We only got another minute or two. Okay. But what's the thing that's been most encouraging to you, or what's the thing that's been hardest about campaigning in the context of a global pandemic? Right. So, I mean, I think the thing that's been really encouraging for me um, is my endorsements. You know, I have over, uh, I think, 33 now. You know, they just they span the gamut of uh, uh, of all um, you know whether it's education or healthcare or um, the trades, environmental, police and fire, pro-choice, LGBTQ. So that I, it, labor, I'm really really proud of that. Um, I'm proud of the endorsement I just got from the Willamette Week. Um, I think that that was a a really great thing. You know, times have changed. When when we were campaigning we were right now we were supposed to be hitting the doors and of course that's that you can't do that in a global pandemic but we really shifted my campaign to a campaign of compassion we're trying to push out um, a lot of information through through uh, social media and through other channels Um, and I and I you know it's it's obviously the whole world is on its head and maybe people aren't uh, thinking as much about about local politics as they might have been but it's more important than ever that you send people to Salem who are going to fight, who are going to be the people who are going to stand up for you, and who are, who are really going to bring a different perspective. So I would just encourage your listeners to go to um, uh, katefororegon.com, and they can uh, take a look at my website um, and 
you know, make an informed choice about what they're, who they should vote for. Kate Lieber, thanks for spending the time. We had some technical difficulty this morning, so it was end up being a little bit abbreviated and went over time a little bit to boot. But really well, appreciate your service and really appreciate your time. I've had a chance to talk to you and meet you before. I really enjoyed that experience. I hope we have a chance to do it again. Yep, I hope so, Jefferson. And uh, you take care. And for all of your listeners out there, I, I hope they stay healthy and safe. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. You're listening to X-Ray, and thanks for doing that.